0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Today we're making shaved venison bagels with cream cheese. This recipe was created by me, Adam Berkelman, the intrepid eater. This recipe consists of thinly sliced medium-rare venison loin piled onto a toasted bagel with a spicy horseradish cream cheese spread and toppings like cucumber, onion, tomatoes, and capers. There's something just wonderful about a really good bagel. If you're thinking of making this recipe, I implore you to find a really good bagel, hopefully from a store that sells handmade bagels or maybe even a homemade one. Although there are a few outliers, the main two types of bagels found in North America are the New York bagel and the Montreal bagel. Having tried many examples of both types from reputable sources, like Russ and Daughters and Absolute Bagels in New York, and Fairmont and St. viateur Bagels in Montreal, I still can't decide which I like better. Either one would work great for this recipe though. Why are Montreal and New York bagels a thing, and where did bagels actually come from? Well. Like most things, the history is a little cloudy. Historians believe that bagels are likely derived from kek, an ancient ring-shaped bread found throughout the Middle East. I've actually been lucky enough to try kek in Jordan and in Turkey, and can see some similarities between the two. Bagels tend to be much more dense and chewy, and quite a bit tastier in my opinion. The first bagels as we know them seem to have appeared in Poland or in Germany in the 1600s, and were brought there and eaten by the Ashkenazi Jews that lived in the region. Poland also had a ring-shaped bread that existed before bagels were introduced, so it may be that Germanic or Slavic and Arabic bread recipes were combined to create the modern bagel. When religious intolerance pushed the Jewish people from their homes in the 1800s, many moved to North America, where they mainly settled in New York and in Montreal. They brought with them their recipes, which tended to evolve with new world ingredients, traditions, and opportunities. Since these things changed from city to city, ancestral recipes tended to evolve in different directions. Take, for example, the pastrami or corned beef sandwich of New York, and the Montreal smoked meat sandwich of Montreal. Similar, yet quite different. Both were made by old-school Jewish communities that likely started with a very similar ancestral recipe. The same goes for bagels. New York style bagels tend to be larger and fluffier than their Montreal cousins and many attribute their excellent flavor and texture to New York's water, which tends to be quite soft. They are always boiled before baking and always in water that has had barley malt added to it, which accounts for its stiff skin. They are then loaded onto burlap wrapped cedar boards and baked in a very hot gas oven for several minutes, getting flipped over once in the process. They are traditionally sprinkled with sesame seeds, poppy seeds, dried onion or garlic, or an everything spice, a combination of all of them. Montreal bagels, on the other hand, are smaller and with a much larger hole. Eggs get added to the dough, making them denser and chewier, and they are usually hand-rolled, making them slightly irregularly shaped. They get boiled in water and honey rather than malt, which tends to make them sweeter as well. The main difference, though, is that they are baked in a wood-fired oven, which gives them a crunchier crust and a rich, smoky flavor. Like I said, I still can't decide which is my favorite, but whenever i found myself in Montreal or in New York, I always come home with a few sleeves of bagels to throw into the freezer. I happened to make this recipe using Montreal-style bagels, and I found that the slight smokiness from the wood-fired oven worked quite well with the venison. These bagel sandwiches make for a hearty, handheld meal and are truly delicious. If you're into a high stack of meat on your sandwich, allot half a pound of venison per person. If you'd prefer a normal amount of meat, do about a quarter pound instead. A meat slicer would be very helpful with this recipe, but if, like me, you don't have one, just strive to slice the meat as thinly as possible. If you happen to have some flaky finishing salt around, knock some over the venison after you've shaved it to amplify those meaty flavors even more. This recipe serves four people. It takes about 30 minutes to prepare and about 40 minutes to cook. Ingredients. One to two pound piece of venison loin or backstrap. Kosher salt. One tablespoon oil or fat, four high-quality bagels, Montreal or New York style, eight ounces of cream cheese, four tablespoons of yogurt, two tablespoons prepared horseradish, half a teaspoon black pepper, two tablespoons capers chopped, this is optional, half an English cucumber, one large tomato half a red onion preparation season the venison loin generously with salt add oil to a stainless steel or cast iron pan over medium-high heat add venison loin and cook flipping occasionally until rare to medium rare or until a meat thermometer reads 120 to 130 degrees fahrenheit when poked into the middle let rest for 15 to 20 minutes meanwhile mix together the cream cheese yogurt horseradish and pepper in a bowl slice cucumber tomato and onion thinly once the venison has rested slice against the grain as thinly as possible cut the bagels in half and toast lightly take a bagel and spread both sides generously with the cream cheese mixture Sprinkle over a quarter of the capers, if using, onto the bottom piece. Add the cucumbers, tomato and red onion, then stack with a sliced venison. Top with the other half of the bagel and repeat with the rest. Serve immediately. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.